1: At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of the Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of the Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good
0: morning, and welcome to another episode of the Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, I have the pleasure of having Branch Isolay. He's going to talk about his book. Pathways to Publishing, and he is the uh, President and CEO of uh, Mano Publishing uh, Company, uh, which is manopublishing.com. If you'd like to join the conversation, please call in at 347-324-3460 or pose your question in the chat room, uh, and the chat room is opening now, or you can go ahead and shoot shoot us an email at info at thecorebusinessshow.com. Branch, welcome to the program.
2: Good morning, Tim. Thanks for having me on.
0: I guess to begin with, our audience love personal story. So if you don't mind, tell us about yourself and how you got started.
2: Well, I've actually been involved in four different startup businesses since 1982. The first one was a small specialty advertising company, which was a sole proprietorship, and I did everything on my own. The second one was a sportswear company where I had a partner and we had a line of clothing of beach and skatewear. And then I was involved with my wife in a bath and body products, um, handmade bath and body products line, and we also had a retail store in conjunction with that. And then for the last 13 years, I've been writing professionally, and we've been self-publishing my work, so... A little bit of a variation, but um, all startup businesses and small cottage industries, you know, sort of a trial and error, and you learn as you go. Tell us uh,
0: about the experience as you, coming from one career to another career, a different business, tell us what the biggest challenge for you has been uh, in starting your businesses.
2: Wow. Well, the biggest challenge always is, having the resources and the funds to get started and, you know, do what you want to do. Um, you can only do as much as your budget allows you to invest initially, Mm -hmm. but beyond having, you know, the money to do it. I found in all four businesses that the marketing is what really makes the difference between success and, and failure. Um, in all of those businesses that i mentioned the advertising the sportswear the bath and body products and even the books now there's lots and lots of competition and people can go to a variety of vendors a variety of wholesalers a variety of retailers and buy your product so the real key i have found in each of those situations has been how do we market ourselves so that we can tell our story get it in front of our buyers and Capitalize on whatever our investment is going to be, um, and and that's been the real key to both our success and our not so successful ventures. Is you know how can we get it out to the public? How can we build that uh, loyal readership or consumer? And how do we keep in touch with them so they keep coming back for more? Can marketing... you talk about some?
0: Other... Go
2: ahead. I'm sorry.
0: The the market. Tell us about some of the strategies that seem to work with uh, work for you.
2: Well, now and this time, you know, and with this, with our publishing and and the books and the e-books and things, the number one thing I tell people is, um, if you're going to market your books, two things. You you've got to have a website. It's just imperative that you have your own website. Where people can come and look at your products and purchase your products, and if you've got some some of your listeners out there who are um you know sort of toying with that, there's a lot of web producers out there and people who will build websites for you and you know give you lots of information but we found a website that's called weebly dot com w e e b l y dot com mm-hmm. and they're free, they're easy to use, they have a variety of templates, you know, background templates, and they have the support there that, you, that anybody could possibly want, um, analytics and tracking information. And um, it's a real great site, like say it's free, and they walk you through it, and, and it's easy to set up yourself if you have some basic computer skills you know, and can can learn. And because it's web-based, you can make changes, you know, instantaneous changes. And before we had that, we had developed our own website and built our own website. And one of the problems was every time we wanted to make a change because it wasn't web-based, there was a lot of, you know, redo and a lot of publishing and a lot of downtime every time we did that. So since we've gone to this web-based website, It's solved a lot of issues. It's cut our um, downtime to virtually nothing. And the best thing is it's free. And today in our business, as well as any business, especially a small business or individuals, you know, who are trying to do their own business, what we find is you've got to figure out how to get in front of the most people for the least cost. So anything that you can do free is going to be a benefit to you. So that, that may be a That may be a site that people can check out their own needs. Um, It's real easy to learn. It's real easy to use, and it doesn't cost you anything. But the marketing app is always the key. Uh, You know, you can have the best product or the best service in the world, but if you don't get people, you know, to purchase from you and to keep purchasing from you, then every new sale has to be a prospect, and every prospect ultimately costs you money. So you're looking for that repeat and referral business and um, so you've gotta have a website if you're if you're gonna be in business today, especially in the publishing industry. You know, the the ebook end of the industry is the only part of the industry that's growing and it's growing by leaps and bounds over the paperbacks and the hardbacks and the and the, the bookstore kinds of things. The other thing I would suggest is, is, you know, you need to be where you can get your products distributed. You've gotta be on Amazon. You know, you've you've got to be um, on one of these sites where you can market your products to a worldwide audience. That's the only way that I find a small business or a sole proprietor can possibly be competitive.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Wow. The marketing we find is the key, and the the key to that is, of course, where is my audience and how am I going to get to them and get in front of them?
0: Okay. And when it comes to publishing itself, I, we're going to a transition time uh, from paper books uh, to now electronic books. Um, and this has only been—I mean, it's been for a while, but more so within the last couple of years. What do you see where we have it uh, as publishers and and as authors? Uh, as you write things, you you need to take a different approach. Uh, when you get, come to marketing, when you actually write your book, how is that affecting? And what do you actually see is going to happen within the next five years?
2: Well, like I say, it's obvious that the ebook market or the electronic, you know, books is going to continue to grow. Um, many of the the traditional publishers who've been in business, you know, since publishing began, have models that are are no longer viable in in this day and age. Yes, people still buy hardbacks and paper books, and there's a lot of people who say, well, you know, I like the feel of the book in my hand, and I want to own the copy. But as our population changes, and with each succeeding group of young people who come into the marketplace as consumers who are more computer literate, and their computer and their iPod and their tablet, more of their daily life they're going to be buying electronically um you know we see it in general retail sales at the holidays where people can buy online and they don't go to the mall anymore so the publishing industry faces the same challenges it's it's going to you know be an e-book world and i i said in my book pathways to publishing when my children my grandchildren are my age I think the only place you'll find hardback or paperback books will be in museums and archives and public collections. The the e-book generation will just, you know, everything will be downloadable. And for a lot of reasons, costs, you know, are much less. You can download hundreds or possibly thousands of books onto a tablet and carry it with you. So there's a lot of benefits to e-books. But as your market becomes more and more computer literate, the ebook generation you know will continue to buy more materials and buy more books, even textbooks now are going to you know ebook formats for authors today that's a real boon because for for independent authors like myself or unknown or aspiring authors, ebooks give you an opportunity to be connected with a potential worldwide buying audience without having to go through the traditional um publishing house and literary agent you know pathways and methodologies to get your book out onto the market so it's it's really changed the industry in all its facets and it's opened up um literally a world of potential readers and buyers for any aspiring author who wants to put their work out there.
0: Wow, so when it comes to those particular those Particular books itself. Uh, I'm still in transition I'm from the uh, the old <laughs> school, and yeah. it's just really hard to sit there and read and uh, read something electronically. To, to because I stare at a uh, computer all day long, and to read a long book, big book uh, on the tablet, maybe on the airport or something like that. I mean, it is easier to carry. Have to carry a suitcase full of books or something like that. Then I can see the convenience, but it's kind of just hard to sit there and just read it uh, electronically. Uh, so, I, as you mentioned, as the generation change, uh, kids today well, it's just going to be part of their culture. Everything is on their little tablet, and they just go on from there.
2: Well, it, it's sort of whatever you get used to, you know. Um, once mm-hmm. you make the transition and you, you start to get form, more familiar with any of your electronic devices and you start to use them more and more, then you get more used to using them. Um, you know, the e-book reader or the tablet reader is perfect for commuters, especially commuters who are taking mass transit, you know, and they're, they've are they got some time in between home and work and, and they have that opportunity Um with the ebook situation, what's nice is most of the um, ebook converter hubs, and I use a group called Smashwords. So when I upload a book to them, their system automatically converts it from a Word document from my PC into all of the different e reader formats that are being sold, uh, like for the Kindle or the Nook or um, the uh, uh, diesel or the Kobo it automatically converts those so my book becomes available to any um, electronic device reader that may be out there so that that allows me to to not be exclusively only read on a kindle you know mm-hmm. but that's that's a part of the process that's automatically done in the upload and the conversion part of it um yeah, my wife just got a Kindle and she won't let go of it now. It, uh, <laughs> she, she wow!
0: Was,
2: she didn't want to. She's she's been with a you know PC for ever since they came out, but she uh, recently got an iPhone and then she got involved. She loves that, and then she just got a Kindle, and my goodness, she's reading. You know, so she got she got used to it. Old dog learned a new trick, and she got she got used to it pretty quickly.
0: Wow. We're going to take a station break. We're a quick branch, and we'll be back in a moment with The Core Business Show. Okay.
1: Bye. You're listening to The Core Business Show, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to the core. Once again, here's Tim Chiquet.
0: We're back with uh, Branch uh, Isolay. We're going to be talking about Pathways to Publishing. But tell us about Pathways to Publishing. Um, How did you come by writing this uh, step-by-step guide?
2: Well, uh, most of what I write is nonfiction and fiction um, poetry. And then I have a couple of self-help books in some different genres. But I kept going to um, reading conferences and writing conferences and people would come up to me and ask me you know how how do you get into publishing your own books and i finally thought well if i'm going to keep answering these same questions i'm going to sit down and write out how it's done so i wrote sat down and wrote pathways to publishing and the first half of the book actually focuses on what any aspiring writer today Needs to know that is what are my options. I've I've written a book. I've got the manuscript. What are my next steps and and what are my options? You know, do I want to go with a a big New York publishing house or do I want to go with a university uh, press? So the first half of the book details what the different options are, what the pros to each of those avenues are, and what the cons to each, what the hurdles and the obstacles to each of those are. And then the second half of the book actually details the step by step process that I use when I publish my books so it takes the the reader right through okay I finished my manuscript what's my next step what's my next step how do I get an ISBN number uh, how do I get a library control number from the library of congress how much is it going to cost me to get the book you know actually printed What are the things that I have to have for marketing? And there's about 25 steps that are laid out for the reader. And when they get done with those steps, they should be able to have a finished book in their hands. And then in the appendix part, I actually give them the names and the addresses of all of my contacts, the people who print my books, um, the people, you know, where we get the ISPN numbers, how do I get my materials copyrighted and protected and all of that information is in there so if somebody is aspiring writer and they want to know what are my options and what if i want to self-publish it myself what's it going to cost me where do i need to go and and what steps do i need to take so that when i actually get finished i have a book in my hand and i've done it now 20 books and 13 years later and having gone down that path I learned all the mistakes and all the things that cost me money. In fact, the first book I published cost me twenty-five hundred dollars before I ever had the first book in my hand. And now, when I put out a book, it costs about two hundred and fifty dollars to get to the finished product. So I've wow, I've reduced my price tenfold, and I finally got it down to. You know, I learned the mistakes and the mistakes that cost me money, and so I don't go there anymore. And, okay. Um, so I just wrote it out and, and made it available to other aspiring writers and authors who, who want to get their book on the market as well.
0: Well, thank you for that, uh, because I think one, of, uh, if I've had a lot of authors, self-published authors on the show this year, and, they, and it's and my gosh, to it costs so much to print my uh, passion and uh, thank you for giving that to the community. And we're going to put it on the site to make sure that they can get this uh, book and gonna uh, reduce their cost. Now, the $250, will normally whatever it costs, that's because it's a ebook version that can be played on Kindle and e-books and things like that. Uh, that's that, really what
2: the uh, – that's, that's, that's what it costs me to put out. A a paperback book An actual physical book Oh wow The e-book end of it In fact um, E-books cost Virtually nothing um, Because everything is done electronically And all of the setup part of it Is is free The only part that costs When you do an e-book Is to get an ISBN number Like the same as you would For a paperback book Or a hardback book and your um, copyright infringement trademark. There's some cost involved with eBooks, but the eBook versus the paperback and the hardback book, you can do an eBook virtually for free.
0: Okay, wow, that's, that's yeah. really amazing. <laughs> well, so with an eBook, I mean, there are there different formats uh, that uh, eBook is printed in. Um,
2: yes there, oh, like kindle
0: different. and uh, iphone okay.
2: and not iphone Right. there's there's different there's different e-reader formats that's actually just a technical format that that the book is printed in so that it can be read on different devices like the okay. kindle reads uh, the kindle reads a certain format the nook from Barnes and Noble reads a certain format the kobo reads a certain format um the Sony device reads a certain format, so they're all different formats. But when you upload your book, you upload a Word document, a, a single Word document, like Microsoft Word document, and the ebook um, converter actually automatically converts your Word document to all of those different e-reader formats. So if somebody has a Kindle. And they order it; it automatically downloads the format that the Kindle will read. If somebody has a Nook from Barnes and Noble, then when they order that, it automatically downloads the the data format that the Nook reads. So the end user doesn't have to worry, and neither does the author. All of the transition and conversion is done automatically by the dis, by the hub distributor, the person you're you're allowing to. Um, Carry and license your ebook through.
0: Okay, so when you actually carry and license your ebook, if you go to your Amazon, you, you have an option of a physical book and also an ebook version. Or uh, do they just split the profits with you, or how is that really done?
2: Well, the, uh, yes and no. As the middleman, okay. they take their they take their share. When, when you're selling a hardback or a paperback. Say through amazon you you sign an agreement with them as as the author that you will give them a certain percentage of the cost of the book, and it goes anywhere from twenty five to fifty five percent as the author you can you can dictate how much what that percentage is going to be that is how much you're going to allow amazon to take now Amazon being in business if you don't do the standard fifty or fifty-five percent. They have the option to not promote your book, or to wow. give it little or, or as much promotion as they want. So they're basically like the bookstore. They're giving bookshelf space and promoting the books that are going to bring them the biggest return. So you put a, a, a book on Amazon and if it's a hardback or paperback you're as the author you're going to determine what percentage you're going to give now with ebooks you you agree to them to a flat percentage rate on every ebook so it's it's a little bit different in your contract with with them for ebooks it's just a, a flat percent and that's okay. what they take so
0: do you have to physically ship the books to them and they distribute them or they place when the order comes through it goes automatically to you and they charge you for it. How tell us how that scenario normally works okay. out.
2: Okay. On on the um on the ebooks, my ebooks are load, uploaded directly to Amazon. So if someone goes to Amazon and they see my paperbacks and my ebooks, when they buy an e book from Amazon, it's it's formatted for a Kindle. So they would buy, and it is downloaded directly from Amazon to their Kindle. Now, if I when people go to Barnes and Noble and they buy any of my books, same thing. It's automatically downloaded to the format of their reader. Now, I've got a, a hub distributor, um, Smashwords, and what they do is they're a, they're an ebook outlet. They're like a ebook store online. And they carry all of my books in all of the e-reader formats. So if someone has got like a Kobo reader or a Sony reader, um, they don't buy from, from Amazon and the Kindle, if they go to Smashwords, then they have the option of purchasing um, Kindle or Nook or any of these others. So I'm actually using several different distributors for the eBooks, depending on what reader you know the the uh the person has and and who they're buying it from now mm-hmm. from uh, uh when somebody buys a paperback book from Amazon what Amazon does is they actually send the order to my printer and my printer fulfills the shipment so Amazon is is just the middleman all their all you're getting from Amazon is actually worldwide exposure And somebody who buys from Amazon knows that they're not going to be ripped off. I mean, you're you're buying some security and some um, confidence in Amazon's ability to fulfill your order, just like they do with any of their products. But the books don't actually go to Amazon, and Amazon reships them. Somebody buys a book from Amazon, Amazon simply places the order with the people who print my books, and they mm-hmm. print and ship and deliver directly to you as the consumer. So Amazon's just the middleman for the purchasing of it, in either case, well, ebook or a regular book. Um,
0: we have a question right uh, from email. If I am – oh, it's a long sentence, long paragraph. Okay, I guess the gist of the story, He asking about a ghostwriter. Um, I'm assuming that's what he's asking about. Um yeah, he's asking if he's a writer. Yeah. He's asking about ghostwriting. Uh do you have any avenues for people who have a story to tell but they don't know how to edit? Uh they don't know how to make the story interesting? Uh is there additional support and help that they can get for that?
2: Sure, sure, easy. Um all they need to do is go on the internet and either go to writing sites such as um well writersdigest.com. dot com. Um there's lots of different resources. He, he could go on the internet and put in ghostwriting and mm-hmm. it will come up with different sites and different individuals who that's what they do for a living is is, you know, do ghostwriting. Um easy to find and he can probably find one in his area pretty quickly just by Googling or, or looking on the internet for specific um, ghostwriting. Or like if he's a mystery writer, go on go online and look up um mystery writing, ghost mystery story, ghostwriting, things like that. And that'll give mm-hmm. them lots of resources.
0: Well, wow. um in particular, is it really expensive for a ghostwriter?
2: Um you know, some of them charged by the word, and some of them charged by the page, and some of them charged by the project. So,
1: wow. like anything else,
2: that's something my suggestion to people like that is is contact several. You know, find out um, first of all, find out if they have a specific genre that they write in. Mm-hmm. Find out if they've done any other projects for people. You know, get some feedback on the kind of work. Ask them for a sample of their work, a uh, couple of pages or a chapter of something they've written. Um, look and see if they have any professional affiliations with any, any ghostwriting groups or any writing groups that you can check out. And then um, compare and contrast what the value from one to another is and see what best fits your budget.
0: Okay. Perfect. Um uh, anything else that uh that i think your your business normally does as a marketing uh or helping uh self published authors market their product
2: well um, any time I sell one of my books the whoever the purchaser is always has the opportunity to contact me directly by email if they have further questions you know if they get to a part where they're stumbling um, Mm -hmm. we all suggest that they drop us an email tell us what the problem is and we're always willing to send them whatever information we can to help solve the issue um you know this Writing like anything else has layer after layer after layer, and you discover new things. You know, in your own marketing, I discovered one this morning uh, when I was online. I, I found a, a group that doesn't cost anything to join, and what they do is they match up authors who are willing to go and meet with uh, like book clubs or or different groups who have an interest in their particular writing or their particular genre. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the job of the writer, the writer has to basically wear two hats, that of author and that of marketer, and the marketer one is much more difficult and takes up all the time. Uh, once <laughs> the writing is done, the work then begins, because, you know, you can have the, the greatest book since War and Peace, and if nobody knows about it or they can't get a hold of it, all you've got is the greatest book that was never sold. It's all <laughs> about it's all about the marketing and and the exposure. And you know, one thing that your people who are listening, if they're interested in, everybody's got a story to tell, and everybody you know has a story in them. And a lot of people think they can, they should write a book about their story. Well, if if you do your homework and you and you you know are really committed to doing it. Just about everything that you pay for in terms of marketing, PR firms and and literary agents, all of those kind of things, a lot of that work can be done for free. It takes a lot of digging and a lot of research. Now, the problem is if if you do get famous, then your time becomes more limited and the more popular your work becomes, the more you have to get other people involved. You know, At that Mm -hmm. point, if you get to that stage, you have to have a lawyer. You have to have a CPA. You have to have a PR person because the demands on your time and your success get to a point where you can't do it all, and you've got to turn that over to to somebody else. It's got to be somebody you can trust and somebody you can afford to work with. But the more successful you become, the more of that pie – you're going to have to slice up and give away to other people, you know, to carry the ball for you in areas that you can't. And, uh, you know, anybody who's that successful definitely needs to have legal representation and definitely needs to have a, a professional accounting group to take care of all of the expenses and all the income. You just can't get away from it. That. That's the cost of success and the cost of doing business.
0: Wow uh anything else you would like to uh to add uh, as a person look at uh pub- doing being a self published author and as they go through you know reading your book and some of your other books um what would you like to leave them with
2: don't give up you know, don't give if, up if, if you've got a story to tell and you know the only difference between the person who who puts their book out there, and I just read an article on the wealthiest writers in America, and uh, Patterson, James Patterson, is is the is the most successful writer. The only difference between your book and his and his income is the number of zeros after that first book. So you don't give up. If if a writer, real writers, writing is their passion. And you're going to run into a lot of hurdles and you're going to run into a lot of people who say, you know, what what you've got isn't worth it, but you just keep going forward. There's a great quote in one of my writer's books, and it's, I'll paraphrase, it says, um, you know, success is is a bad mitten. It has to be hit at both ends of the court to stay up. If it's only hit at one end, it soon falls to the ground. So the one thing writers know is they get a lot of no's and they get a lot of rejection. But you just have to keep moving forward and find your audience. If you've got something to say and it's written in a quality, you know, format in a quality way, there's an audience out there of readers who are looking for what you've got. You just have to find your audience and find your voice. Once you've found your voice and you find your audience, you'll find your success.
0: Well said. Uh, g- uh, give us your website address again, and how the can contact you and look at the other books that you have on your website?
2: My website is www.branchisole.com. It's my name, Branch, like a tree. I s o l e dot com. And up there on on the website, there are samples of my writing and all of my books and my blog and. A thoughts of the day that we put out there's lots of free information there. I actually have a sale right now on all of my ebooks um through the end of this month. We're having a dog days of summer sale, and all ebooks are only ninety um sorry dollar ninety nine sixty six percent off and they if they want an ebook um uh, they just go to the website, find the title, click on the ebook it'll take them right to um the ebook. And on my ebook distributor, the first 15% of all of my books are free for free reading. You can download the first 15% of any book and read it for free and get an idea of what that book's about and whether it's something you want to pursue. But mm-hmm. com, or they can just Google my name, um, and it, it, it'll all take them to the same place.
0: Okay, so you're saying all your books right now is one ninety nine.
2: All my e-books are dollar ninety nine.
0: Okay, for back, the month.
2: My paper, yeah, my paperback books are nine ninety five. My e-books are normally four ninety five and five ninety five, but all the e-books through the end of August are a dollar ninety nine.
0: Do they need a coupon code, or they just go to? Well, there's
2: a there's a coupon there's a coupon code on my blog. If they hit the blog and look up the Dog Days of Summer sale, it has all the coupon codes to the discount right there on the blog, and they just use that discount code for any book they want at the checkout, and it'll it'll give them a dollar ninety nine price. And those ebooks perfect. can be read on your PC or any ebook reader, Kindle, Nook, Kobo, any of them. EPUB.
0: Okay, well perfect. Uh one question real quick. We have a a email. Uh your last name is uh, is really really unique. Uh can you tell us about the origins of your last name?
2: Um sure. That's not my, my born name. That's not my given name. Oh, okay. That That's a, that's a pseudoname. Oh, okay.
0: Name. No. Yeah, I just uh, had a question here that was kind of unique. But, again, Branch, I really appreciate you sharing this time with us. And thank you for coming on the program.
2: Thank you, Tim. I really appreciate it. And uh, best of, best of luck to all those small business people in your audience and all those aspiring writers.
0: Great. Thank you so much. Take care.
2: Have a great day.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Again, this has been another production of The Core Business Show. Thank you for listening, everyone. You can download this episode on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Also, we uh, like to invite you to write reviews on the shows. We get a lot of uh, listens per day, and if you can write uh, some reviews on iTunes, we really appreciate it. Everybody, thank you for listening. Take care.
1: Thank you for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.